Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am glad to bring to you a episode on how to change your life. Really, there's going to be four things that I go over in this episode. And of course, there is plenty more things that you could be doing to improve your life. But these, these four things really held me back or propelled me. So I figure when I'm speaking, I'm really talking in averages. There might be an outlier when the, the, the stat that I hear in my head immediately when I mention that is, okay, 99% of humans need seven to eight hours of sleep. So you might be that 1%, but really, really in the probabilities of life, you're probably not that 1%. So these four rules or guidelines that I'm about to share with you is more of for the averages. I'm always speaking in average. And when I, when I say that, I also mean our enemy is media, mediocrity and being average. But what I mean is I am speaking in terms of this is probably going to work for 99% of you. There might be 1% of you that you are that outlier. But if you enjoy this, I'd be so grateful for you to drop a review, a rating. You know, if you don't like the podcast, you can fuck off. That does not matter to me. You can comment whatever you want. And that, that's completely okay. I know for a fact I will not please everyone. But my goal is to help the previous me to share what's worked for me and how I've improved my mindset and my health. And hopefully it does the same for you. So number one is getting daily sunlight. If you do not get sunlight early in the day, your body is operating really not the proper way. So we have a circadian rhythm. This is like an inner clock within our bodies. And I'm talking with my hands right now. I'm not trying to do that. That's just the physiology of how I work. I have no idea why it works that way, but that is relatable to the circadian rhythm. Our creator, our source, we were made this way. I don't know exactly why, but there have been brilliant studies by people with PhDs and all high-level university degrees, like Mr. Angie Huberman from Stanford, this circadian rhythm, number one, you get sun in the first one to two hours of your day, your temperature of your body warms up, it means you're waking up, you're more alert, and you're getting ready for the day when your body temp heats up. And then Another important thing that I didn't really know until I heard this from Angie Huberman, your metabolism gets activated. It starts working when you get that daily sunlight. So if you're aiming to be in good shape, have an impressive body, or even lose some weight, that's all very important to have a, a good metabolism. So in this case, and here's one more thought that comes to my head. Skin cancer is not caused by the sun. Skin cancer is caused by an average American diet. They've done this study on the rats and they fed one group of rats amazing food in the same sunlight as group B. 
with horrible food, same sunlight. Group B, filled with skin cancer. Group A, no skin cancer. So number one is getting sunlight early in the day. And then number two is that a lot of you are going to get triggered by this. And I understand because I, it's weird to say the word addicted, but I was using porn way too much. And you once you drop it, you realize how much energy time was wasted on such a disturbing action. You really think humans were meant to watch other humans have reproductive activity, have sex on a screen? It is just such a weird thing when you really try to unravel it and think about it in depth rather than just your monkey brain saying oh hot girls and then you know instant gratification it's such a toxic activity your pursuit to talk to other girls is destroyed by watching porn so let me unravel that thought Our dopamine system, dopamine is the molecule of pursuit. Again, I got that from Mr. Huberman. And when you get dopamine from, say, an hour-long workout, that is natural dopamine. You earned that, and now you're content. Or you could get dopamine from eating Cheetos or watching porn or really easy actions like scrolling through social media. The more that you get this artificial dopamine, the more of that action you need to get that artificial dopamine. So watching porn destroys your pursuit to do meaningful work, to do things that takes you sitting down and really concentrating on a thing. And lastly, it really is a waste of energy. Humans are not some unlimited ball of energy. We have finite energy. So if you're saying yes to one thing, you are directly saying no to another thing. We all have 24 hours in a day. And to say yes to porn means you're practically, you could be saying no to the workout, to playing with your animals, to making a healthier meal, to, to so many healthy habits. I could go on forever. But, but really, this comes down to replacing poor habits like porn with healthy habits like reading or journaling. Anything and everything is probably better than these artificial dopamine sources. So number three, this one, dude, I smoked weed from the age of 18 to literally 23 and I'm still 23, but it is evident. It is obvious to me when I don't smoke weed before bed, I wake up the next day with a clear brain. I wake up not tired. And those things are so underrated. See, I had people tell me, dude, if you stop smoking weed, you, you'll see benefits. And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm growing. I'm doing well right now. Think about it this way. You might be doing well right now, but you could be doing so much better if you stop smoking weed. It's it's a tough thing. It really is because it doesn't destroy you, but it's that thing. It keeps you in a little comfort zone. And let me get clear. I'm not saying you can never smoke weed again in your life, but I am saying anything that is used daily 
every single day, it's a crutch, my friend. It is a crutch. You might not be dependent on it. Like this is what I told myself. I went from smoking weed every single day, very often to smoking weed a little bit, maybe twice a day to once a day to only at night. And then inevitably I weaned it out and realized, oh, wow, I feel so much better when I'm not doing that action. And this one, so here's two things that are really powerful. Number one, whether you want to accept this or not, I need you to think about it. You're escaping reality. You're not addicted to weed. You're not addicted to alcohol. You're not addicted to fast food. You're addicted to the feeling of getting out of your head and escaping the present moment because your consciousness, you know, inside you could be doing better. And those substances or foods are a little escape. And I can only speak on this because I've been through it. And then this one really got me learned from, I believe, Mr. Huberman. Again, do you notice? Do you notice what that recurring theme is? Learn from mentors. Learn from intelligent people. It doesn't have to be a paid mentor. Weed lowers your testosterone. That really got to me. Like, I did not want to accept that. But once I stopped, I realized, I'm speaking in averages. Maybe I'm not the same as everyone. But once I stopped smoking weed, I had way more confidence to go up to pretty girls. And I'm at a point where I can speak to beautiful women in in a confident way that I never realized I could. Like, really, it's it's mind-blowing what happens when you change things in your life. And then lastly, I, I think testosterone is important to you. It's important to me. But lastly, the munchies, man. So I was in good shape. And this comes, it's a reoccurring thing. You can be doing good smoking weed. You can be good doing well using porn, but you can be doing amazing, fantastic, so much better when you stop these things. So in the past seven months, I reduced my munchies so much, even though I was still smoking weed up until like a month ago, I have improved my body so significantly because when you overeat at night, you don't sleep nearly as good, number one. So the next day when I went to train, I trained below average compared to my output today. And, you know, for the past two, three months, honestly, past six months, but I still, I'm not saying that I don't mess up. I 100% do have days where I cave. And I want to be honest with you because authenticity is so important. I 110% have had days where I smoked weed, had munchies, and then I, I'm reminded, hey, dumbass, you, this is why you have dropped those habits. Because I would go to the gym, feel like trash, not be able to do my maximum output. So lastly, I think I nailed those first three home pretty well. Lastly, a podcast is greater than entertainment. And this is a fine line because you can be learning from YouTube or you can be distracting yourself on YouTube. So it's really, it's hard for me to put the exact motivation behind why you should get into podcast and educational YouTube. But what I would nail down is you got to find something you're passionate about. And for me, First, I got into the stock market that drilled me into human psychology. From human psychology, I realized, oh, wow, 
I've improved my self-image, my confidence, my health, et cetera, significantly. Maybe other people need the information that I've gathered. So it's like this whole journey. At first, I spent so much time listening to podcasts and YouTube about the market. Now I listen to a YouTube about psychology, physiology, how our brain works, how our body works. And I still do the stock market, but in life, you have seasons, you will pivot. And I never would have found myself doing a podcast a couple of years ago. Like this, this shit is absolutely weird how I've gotten to where I am today. And I can't just say, oh, step one, step two, step three. But what I can do is bring you the tools, the actions, the habits and routines that I used to change my life. And that, that's my goal is to help you change your life so that you're happier, you're fulfilled, and you have a North Star that is meaningful to you. Something that keeps you waking up every day with a, a pursuit. So the, the difference really is to learn with your conscious, not run from your conscious. You want to learn from your conscious, learn with your conscious instead of running away from it. Instead of using substances and distractions, embrace the brain you have and find something you're naturally interested in. This takes trial and error. It's okay to fail. You're better off to fall down, reach rock bottom, and realize you have changes to make rather than to remain stagnant in this little fucking comfort zone your whole life. The comfort zones where all your ambition dies. Get out of that comfort zone. So it, it's really this knowing that you are investing in your brain. When you invest in your brain, here's this thing with the normal school systems. You are being trained in the normal school systems to be replaceable. That's just how it is because you're learning things the same as everyone else. The path of self-education is important. When you self-educate yourself, you therefore make yourself quite unique. And I'm not saying you're, you're not like anyone else. There's a bunch of people going down self-education. But the point really is there's many less people educating themselves through the internet, through their natural curiosities, than there is going through the basic factory-like system. So I hope you've learned from this episode. I really, I bring my full-on test authenticity to you because I know there are people out there who need my help. And I also know it won't be everyone. But again, if you learned, if you enjoy my efforts or my energy, all I really ask is drop that rating and review so we can help get this message to more people. Because there's definitely young, young men, young women who just need a bit of guidance, who need some ideas to chew on, some questions to ask themselves. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you and I'm wishing you a great day. Enjoy yourself.